Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. It's Wednesday, July 7th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. When officials in Kansas City told people to stay home last year during the height of the pandemic, they unwittingly exposed some residents to greater risks of getting sick from other causes like rodents and mold. We were coughing like quite a bit in here a lot. So, yeah, it was really an unhealthy situation. We'll explore unhealthy conditions for some people who followed recommendations to stay home during the pandemic in just a few minutes. Sewer testing shows the Delta variant of the coronavirus is in St. Louis. Five on Your Side reports it is not hitting the area as hard as southwest Missouri, but cases in the region are rising. Mercy Hospital South Dr. Amina Akhtar says the COVID-19 shots help protect people who are fully vaccinated. So even if we start vaccinating today, we're still three to four weeks behind. Um, So getting it done today, it's really, it's a time constraint before that Delta variant becomes more prominent here. Akhtar also says local officials are seeing more cases among young people than earlier in the pandemic. Like Missouri, parts of Illinois are dealing with the effects of the Delta variant. The battle comes with Illinois reporting no COVID-19 deaths for Monday, the first time In 16 months, the state health department did not announce fatalities related to the virus. Hannah Meisel reports. New COVID cases, hospitalizations, and deaths in Illinois have slowed significantly in the last month, leading to zero deaths reported Monday. But to Illinois' west, Missouri leads the nation in new cases per capita, driven by the more contagious Delta variant. And Illinois' three EMS regions that border Missouri have seen a sharp uptick in its COVID cases, too. The Metro East is experiencing its highest test positivity rate since early February. Governor J.B. Pritzker is urging unvaccinated Illinoisans to get their COVID shots. The Delta variant gets people sicker faster, and that's very disconcerting. But if you're vaccinated, you're very well protected. Nearly 70% of Illinoisans 12 and over who are eligible for the vaccine have had at least one dose. I'm Hannah Meisel. Ferguson's police chief is taking a similar job in North Carolina. Apex North Carolina has announced Jason Armstrong will become the next leader of the town's police department. He grew up in North Carolina. Armstrong has been Ferguson's chief for two years. He replaced Delrish Moss, who held the position for about three years. Missouri will be the last state to start collecting sales tax on online purchases. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports, it will not go into effect until January 2023. Governor Mike Parson signed the bill into law last week, but the state won't start collecting the tax for 18 months. That's because the Department of Revenue's computer system can't handle a quick change. David Overfelt is the president of the Missouri Retailers Association. He says it's frustrating. Their system is so antiquated that um, they they cannot just instantly split the switch and and start making out-of-state remote retailers uh, not within our borders uh, start collecting. Overfeld says when the tax finally takes effect, it will help Missouri retailers be on a level playing field with other companies. He just wishes it could happen sooner. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio.
stay-at-home recommendations during the height of the pandemic were designed to keep people safe. But some were unwittingly placed at greater risk of getting sick because of other concerns inside their homes that they could not afford to fix. Reporter Barb Shelley has more. Sakina Cooper is pretty happy with where she's living. It's a two-bedroom rental in a neighborhood of converted mobile homes in Kansas City North. She moved there with her two children and her boyfriend in March. And at first we were kind of debating about this, but once we actually like went and viewed it, it was pretty nice and moving in was pretty simple and easy and they were really great about it. Cooper and her family had to move in a hurry because her last place... Yeah, yeah, it was really horrible. That was an apartment not far from where Cooper lives now. She was there for about a year and a half. The ceiling leaked and eventually developed a gaping hole. Cooper spotted mold in the vents. She was pregnant part of that time, and she and her seven-year-old son came down with bad coughs. Like, it was really bad. I don't know if he remembers, we were coughing, like, quite a bit in here, a lot. So, yeah, it was really an unhealthy situation. Unhealthy, but not unusual. As quality affordable housing gets harder to find in and around Kansas City, hundreds of families live in unhealthy and dangerous places. And when people were told to stay home to stop the spread of COVID-19, some of them got sick just from being inside. A lot of low-income tenants put up with deplorable conditions because they don't think they have a choice. And historically, they haven't. And um, unfortunately, there's not enough accountability when it comes to landlords and and their duties to provide safe and sanitary housing. Gina Chiala at the Heartland Center for Jobs and Freedom helps tenants with legal advice. She's seen people in awful living conditions. So we're talking about rats. Sorry, this is gross. Rats, mice, bedbugs, cockroaches um, are problems for a lot of tenants. Also, collapsed ceilings, holes in floors, no heat, no running water. But three years ago, Kansas City voters said yes to creating a rental inspection program. It's called Healthy Homes, and it empowers city health inspectors to respond to complaints and cite landlords if they find violations. Nasser Johari, who oversees the program for the health department, tells this story. We went to Inglewood Apartments and walked into this unit, and this beautiful, beautiful kid, he's probably two years old. He walked towards me, and I can tell, I mean, he was breathing like, a, like a, 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 a smoker who's been smoking for 60 years. And I looked at the mom, I was like, what's happening here? She said, look at all the mold in the units. She said, every week, two to three times, we admit him to the hospital because of asthma. The health department helped relocate the boy's family. By the end of June this year, it had received more than 4,000 complaints and completed 3,500 inspections. Sakita Cooper called Healthy Homes in February. After an inspector found violations in her apartment, the manager offered to let her out of her lease, and Cooper moved. She says she was lucky to know about Healthy Homes, but not everybody does. And the program has limitations. It won't respond to a complaint if a landlord has filed to evict a tenant, for instance. Chiala thinks not enough will change until low-income renters have better options. Invest in affordable housing. We have to have affordable housing 
because when all we have are housing costs that are subject to the whims of the marketplace, uh, tenants suffer. Home, she says, should be the place where people go to be safe and healthy. But too often, it's making them sick. I'm Barb Shelley. Barb is a reporter for public radio station KCUR in Kansas City. Shulin Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.